Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Where women stay connected with your host, Nicole, and Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA. And hello. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network. I am here, Nicole your host, and I'm here with my lovely Karishma, and we're back on another Monday, another week. I hope everyone had a great weekend. We finally, here on the East Coast, had a beautiful weekend, at least in the Jersey, New York area, so I'm very happy about that. And then today, more rain, a little windy, a little drab, but it's okay. Um, I think we're going to turn around quickly, and we're going to get back to some warmer weather. So um, we're excited. Charisma, are you there? I am. (laughs) Hello. Having some technical difficulties. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you, my lovely lady? I'm good. So I don't know if you heard me, so I was just talking about the weekend and how we had a lovely weekend, and now... Here on the East Coast, on the New Jersey, New York area, we're, like, drab again and raining. And But I was saying I think we're going to turn around again and we're going to enter into, into some warmer weather. Yes, definitely. Oh. And I think I, I think that it's going to be great. And I think um, a little – we're going to be doing – you guys, listeners, we love making things fun and fresh for you because you are so dedicated, you look, listen to us every week, and, you know, I know it's hard to get tired of Nikon and I, but we still like to spice it up for you. We have, um, we're introducing some fun, lovely little segments into our show, so what better way to start your Monday than with some Monday motivation? Can I get some applause for that? Woo-woo! Monday Ooh. motivation. Um, I think the quote that I'm living by this week is, Prepare for what you're praying for. So I've been praying for oh. a lot of big things this week, and I noticed, you know, as I kind of noticed around my room and my house, I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not preparing properly. Like there are things that I wanted to do. There are things, you know, I was like, I don't have the energy. Like it all goes down to like, I want to do a lot of things. I want to be really active. But I'm like, sometimes I just feel super tired, and I just feel kind of lethargic and lazy. And I realize, like, I'm not preparing for the things that I'm praying for. Like, I need to, to take care of myself better. I need to really, um, you know, clear out my space and just kind of live mm-hmm. in that environment of the life that I want. So right. I love starting before I'm ready was also one of those things. So you know what I did today? I went and what? I got a full sea 
uh, EO blown look. Now, I went and got a blowout. I went and got my nails done. And she was like, do you want to treat yourself to a massage? I was like, yes, I do. And even though the wind was blowing my blowout all kinds of crazy, <laughs> I still was rocking this do, looking like a boss bitch walking down the, <laughs> walking down the street. So, <laughs> Love it. Yes. My Good. advice to everybody out there is do something that makes you feel special. If there's something that you really mm-hmm. want, are you enacting it in your day-to-day life? Are you ready for it if it knocks you in the face tomorrow? Because I'm ready. Tomorrow, if something, if my dream punches me in the face, I'll be like, boom, here I am. Exactly. I love that. And I love that. Prepare, you know, prepare for what you're wishing for. And speaking of preparing, I hope everyone has prepared their taxes because it is the deadline. Soon approaching at midnight. I'm good. I'm always last minute to correct. So my taxes just got sent by my accountant like a few hours ago because I'm just uh, a procrastinator. Like, But anyway, I made it again this year. Thank you, Jesus. So, mm-hmm. yes, but prepare. I love that. Prepare, prepare. So you're talking about your space. So what do you need to do? Do you need to de- declutter? Do you need to reorganize? Do you need to decorate? What are you talking about when you say, um, you know, take care of your space? Well, I, I think that I want to get rid of anything that doesn't serve me anymore, you know what I mean? And just kind of yeah. be more organized. So, like, I, I'm i a little bit of a hoarder. I just keep everything because I think that I need it for the rest of eternity. <laughs> and um, it's just unnecessary. And I want to – I feel like, you know, it's like how they say, like, really successful people, like, wake up before their day starts because they get a jump start on the day. Yeah. And they spend yeah. more time reading. And I was like, there's lots of things that I just kind of need to, like, reorganize in my life because otherwise it's just the same old patterns. So on that note, we are going to be going into our first song, which is Please Me by Cardi B and Bruno Mars. And then we'll be right back on the Girlfriend Network. Thank you. 
Yo pussy basura, ma pussy ochata. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. and learn. Hey, welcome back to the Girlfriend Network. It's me, Nicole, and Karishma. So, you know, we're trying to make the fun show. We're doing different things. Just like Karish said, we like to keep it fresh, keep it popping. So, in uh, the forthcoming weeks, we're going to have different segments about fitness and other things, so stay tuned for that. And in our excitement, we usually segue and talk about what the show is going to be about. <laughs> but we just got so excited that we didn't even mention. Like, I'm, like, so thrilled to have um, this young lady on because, you know, as an entrepreneur, and what she has done is amazing. So we're talking about Terry Johnson, who owns the Harlem candle company right and then Karish, like everybody has candles scents of candles in their home right um i love love lighting candles it's my way mm-hmm. of you know um just relaxing and woosahing after a hard day of work or whatever and just coming home and smelling these different scents it relaxes you it, it gives you like a different energy right it puts you in a, a lovely mood so right. um you know i think that's pretty amazing what she has done yeah so <laughs> with that being said we're going to bring her on terry hi are you there Hi, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hi, yes, we can hear you. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Congratulations to you and to all of your um, success. Your bio is amazing. What you have done is astronomical. Um, I definitely um, have 
several questions for you, but can you please, we like for our guests to introduce themselves to our audience, so can you please tell the audience who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, thank you very much, um, ladies, for having me on the show. Um, I I love what you guys are doing, so this is like a pleasure and an honor. Um, but yeah, um, my name is Terry Johnson, and I am the founder of the Harlem Candle Company, and it's a uh, luxury home fragrance brand that I started in my kitchen uh, about four or five years ago. And um, yeah, I started out making you know just candles for friends and family, and gifting them the holidays. And I got so into it and had so much fun. In the process of making candles, I um, decided to turn it into a business because I, I knew I was making some. I, I knew I was making candles that people loved; they enjoyed it, and I got so much pleasure out of creating, you know, these products and, and gifting them and seeing the reaction on people's faces and and just knowing that. Um, that uh, every single time they light it, they're thinking like, wow, Terry made it, and she gave it to me, and this is special, and I just, yeah, and I just love beautiful fragrances. So, yeah, that's what I do. Um, I also work as a travel and lifestyle expert um, and create content uh, on different travel destinations around the world and um, under the brand Travelista Terry. So that's pretty much it. Th- that's not it. That's, that's amazing. Pretty much it. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Amazing. You're right. <laughs> you got to give yourself credit and own it. I mean, you're over here with your luxury candle company and then creating travel kinds of like, you're doing a lot, Terry. That's why we're so excited to have you on. Um, I'm especially excited because I live in Harlem. I love Harlem. So when I saw this, I was like, this is amazing. I'm so excited. Um, I, I want to know. How how did it all start? Like, how did you start making candles in your kitchen? Like, how did that idea come across? I mean, I can't well, even make, like, a burrito, I feel like, in my house. Like, I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, it started because, so I met a, I met a perfumer. And I, I met this perfumer. He used to own a store in Harlem. And I was, I had just dropped off my shoes at the cobbler. And I passed by the store and I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? It was called Sense of Nature. Walked in the store and it was filled with all of these beautiful fragrance oils. And um, I was just like a kid in the candy store. So I stayed in there for hours and I smelled everything they had. And this was my first time being able to, to, to smell things in their pure form. So I'm smelling ylang ylang. I'm smelling night blooming jasmine. I'm smelling all of these beautiful fragrances. And I became friends with the owner because he he realized that wow he met a little mini him, and mm-hmm. and someone who loved fragrances as much as he did. So we became friends, and he's the one who gave me my first um, set of fragrance oils. And I watched a lot of um, YouTube and talked to um, different uh, experts about uh, and chemists about how to actually make candles. If I was doing it wrong, if the wick wasn't lighting, and if it wasn't lighting correctly, I, I just, I, it was just a lot of trial and error. Um, but it's really, you know, it's really finding, finding, uh, you know, the right fragrances because anyone can make candles, but it's about 
the performance, you know, having the perfect mm-hmm. hot throw, which is how the candle smells when it's lit. It's the cold throw. How does the candle smell when it's not lit? And, you know, mm-hmm. how, how does, yeah, I mean, there's always, there's, there's a lot of science to it. And, you know, I yeah. happen to be fortunate enough now to where I'm, I'm working with, um, you know, one of the biggest fragrance houses and they, I am by far their smallest client, their smallest business, but it, it doesn't matter. But I have, a, so now there's a team of experts. And so every, everything is, you know, extensively tested. There's someone, all he does is, he is their candle, he's like the in-house candle expert tester. And so that's all he's doing before anything goes, um, you know, ever gets to me and, and goes mm-hmm. into production. It is, um, it's just, it's it's tested for performance. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So elaborate on that a little bit more, Terry, because, okay, um, how do you find your sense or create your sense? Are you actually finding creating or you're allowing someone to do that and you're giving the final approval? And, like, where does, um, man, you know, where does that creativity come from? Do you have a specific scent in mind when you're out making these scents or are you just open to whatever and you're just smelling different things and whatever you smell that you like? Are you trying to, um, you know, replicate that in a candle? How does that work? Because that just seems like that is really difficult to me. It, it You know, it, it is very difficult. So I, I am not a perfumer. So I am not the person who's actually mixing and creating the fragrance. So what I am is a fragrance designer. So this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I, um, I am... So the, my whole brand, the Harlem Candle Company, is inspired by the Harlem Renaissance. So I, you know, used the 1920s and the 1930s, you know, in Harlem, and I, I used, you know, this time period and different people, different Harlem Renaissance figures like Langston Hughes, Duke Ellington, Billy Holiday, Josephine Baker, Lenox Avenue, the Savoy Ballroom. Uh, I've used these, these people and these places as inspiration. And so what I do is I do a lot of research um, about the person. So, for instance, the holiday candle, inspired by Billy, it's inspired by Billy Holiday's favorite perfume. She wore a very earthy scent. So there's a lot of beautiful earth notes in there. There's uh, um, earth uh, fragrance notes. There's um, you know some balsam fir. There's um, hyacinth. There's eucalyptus and. So I, I wanted to capture, you know, elements of her perfume, but I also wanted to make it a really nice holiday candle by putting cedar wood and, a, you know, some pine needle. Um, for Langston for Langston Hughes, for instance, this was probably the candle that took the longest time to develop, but I wanted to use those symbols that were kind of close to, to Langston. And I also wanted to use fragrance notes that that I knew inspired him creatively. So Langston Hughes did a lot of his, his writing really late at night. And, and so I, I tried to kind of retreat, well, hmm, what does his space smell like when he's working? And so I imagine him coming back from hanging out with some of his contemporaries, maybe at a jazz club. Um, and, and Langston Hughes was a big smoker, so I put some tobacco notes in there. Um, he also lived in, he lived in, I found out he lived in Mexico for a, a, um, two points in his life. And when he was there, he used to spend a, a time in these really small churches that were very candlelit and very dusky. Um, and, 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 but he loved the incense burning in these churches. So I wanted to think, okay, 
maybe a little bit of frank, frankincense and some clove and some. And so then there's incense notes in there. So what I do is just I do a lot of research. I I read I read Langston Hughes. I listen to Billie Holiday's music. I watch old clips of Josephine Baker, and I really try to capture those elements that make that person so unique, or things that 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 made that person so. Um, you know, so special. Let me tell you about the Josephine one because this is probably one of my favorites. Yes, so I the Josephine. Yes, I mean I'm obsessed with Josephine Baker. So, jo- I mean everyone knows. I mean she was beautiful. She was gorgeous. She had so many suitors from around the world. She was the first international, you know, female superstar in the world. Mm-hmm. The first. And so there were people who all from all over the world. They just loved her. So I imagine. Um, I imagine after her shows, people are just giving her roses. So, you know, one of the main notes in her candle is Moroccan rose. And then I imagine her drinking jasmine tea to keep her voice intact. So there's jasmine petals in there. And then there's some vanilla and some tonka bean. And so the whole inspiration behind the Josephine candle is the smell of her boudoir. So something just sexy and fun. I love that. So, so that, so when I say that yeah. I am not the perfumer, I just have all of these ideas, and I yeah. give my ideas to the perfumer, and they're able to translate my ideas, and and then it's it's a you know an iterative process. So we'll go back and forth and and talk about um, you know, and I, I would say okay, well I like this, but and then and it's 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 fun. It's it's fun, but there's a lot of science to it that I am not the expert in. But I do have the vision, and I know when I smell something, I, when I know it's right, I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I get excited, and I'm like, whoa, you did it. But it's, I, I cannot take the credit because the perfumers, they're the real geniuses. But yeah, wow. but you are the creativity behind the brand. And when we come back, Terry, I want to talk about what you do when you don't like a scent. So we'll be right back with Terry Johnson. <laughs> Next song is Shea Butter Baby by Ari Lennox. Featuring J. Cole. We'll be right back.
wasn't done The cost was fine, I draw the line I'm back, relapse, I'm fainting Yes, what's that? In fact, I'm drinking Coconut water, center your bodies to lingers on sheets I got a shot at you, you wanna reach Cop that, cop that, trigger release Pop that, top, take a sip of your holiest water I ain't know I'm a part of your flow now Tell me you cut it, don't matter, you love her Now you got part of a soul now I internship at a radio station? Well, we here at the Love Zone USA would like to hear from you. We're looking for interns to assist in our production and marketing departments. If you're interested, email your resume to thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Again, that's thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Designer, and um, 
you know, when you find that that person, those people, and you work just so well together that I feel like, you know, you're able to create magic. We actually um, are launching the Harlem Botanical Collection um, in about a month. And this, we have a, we have brand new packaging, which is, um, you know, it's, it's this, these scents are more floral inspired. And so you'll see the, the packaging and the design looks, you know, more like botanical and it's colorful and it's, pretty and it's uh yeah so i mean i'm excited for the launch of the harlem botanical collection wow that's, that's great amazing. congratulations yeah oh, thank you thank you so much so terry i want to ask you when you know you said you started making this kind of just at home as like a hobby for your friends and for you know family as like gifts what when did you come through that realization that you know i i'm really passionate about this i'm going to turn this into my business? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, so I started making it for friends and family. But there's some steps in between that let me uh, mm-hmm. explain. Because some people think, oh, my God, it was just like overnight. Oh, no, it wasn't. So <laughs> I was selling my um, candles at different pop-up markets and outside fairs and um, – you know, really kind of any opportunity for like a pop-up or some sort of event or a festival. Um, I, I was, I was, I was hustling. So I would pack the candles in a suitcase and me and, you know, I'd drag a friend along. I'm like, come on, let's go sell some candles. <laughs> so I did, I, you know, I, I needed to kind of know that people liked it, that people responded well to it. And so I got so much great feedback in person from seeing people's reaction when they smelled it, telling mm-hmm. them the story of the inspirate and the inspiration behind the candles. But I just so you know, I mean, the beautiful packaging and everything that we have now, it, it did not start out like this. So when I was selling right. candles, you know, at these pop-ups, you know, a few years back, I um, the, the packaging was very different. I was using craft boxes and printing labels on my printer at home. So you mm-hmm. can imagine, I mean, there weren't anything special. But it, it, it but there was a lot of <clears throat> there was a lot of potential and I and I caught the attention of who a guy who is now my agent. Um he saw what I was doing online and he was just like, "I see what you're doing. I think it's cool. I know I can help you. Let's meet." And I'm like, "Great." And, and so wow. you know, meeting that meeting turned into Hey, well, I can help, um, you know, help you get some really incredible perfumers. This guy comes from the, the perfume industry, and he's, you know, he's been in the industry for over 20 years. He comes from a family of people in the industry, so that was such a blessing. So now that's why I have mm-hmm. like, you know, award-winning perfumers working on my collection. And yeah, so it, it it really, you know, it was like, but I, I mean, I put in, I put in a lot of time, and there's many of times where I was staying up almost all night, um, you know, pouring candles, packaging candles, taking them to mm-hmm. a fair, and then started selling them online and, you know, sh- packing and shipping everything out of my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, now I have a fulfillment center, so everything is now, you know, sent to them, and they pack and ship, you know, probably about 90% of everything. So Very nice. Wow. That is amazing. So here- 
Yeah, very. So, Terry, let me ask you, so how long does it take to make a candle when you are making a candle yourself um, at your stove? How long generally is that process? Well, you're never just making one candle. You're making, like, a batch of them. But let's okay. just say, like, let's just say that I'm making, like, the travel size candles, which is about four ounces. Um, with one, um, like, pour pot with about two pounds of wax, I'm able to make about 11 um, candles. But, um, you know, I didn't, when I started, I didn't, there was nothing sophisticated about anything that I was using. I was using a double boiler, boiling the wax in a pot, letting it cool to it gets to a certain temperature, adding the fragrance oil when it gets to a certain temperature, stirring, and then pouring the candles at a certain temperature. So there's a lot of, like, kind of, like, science and um, trial and error. But, um, but yeah, the, the, the process of making a can, I mean, there's so many, there's ways you can do it so much quicker. Um, of course, doing it in, you know, a small New York City apartment, you're limited on space, so there's only so much you can do at one time. Um, but thankfully now, you know, we're pouring in packaging in a much bigger facility. We go into production, you know, really kind of depending on demand and inventory um, when we need, which is, you know, great. Wow. So just, I want to also ask, because we, we love interviewing independent entrepreneurs, especially women, especially women of color, because, you know, that's really what we're all about at the Girlfriend Network. Um, you know, Nikone is an entrepreneur. I am a cheerleader for women entrepreneurs out there. I just love them. So, you know, now you have a production space where you can send, you have a fulfillment center. So when do you make that business decision? Like how much demand do you have to have before you switch to, you know, making it yourself and doing that on the business side and then deciding, okay, now we have to go into a bigger production warehouse because we have a lot of entrepreneur ladies that listen to the show. Um, yeah, well, for, for me, no, I knew I had to get into a, um, fulfillment center because we were launching in Bloomingdale and I knew mm, I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't be packing yeah. shipping things from, from Bloomingdale from my apartment because it has to be more sophisticated because with Bloomingdale, they have a, well, we have to use an EDI system, electronic data interface sort of, um, system where, Things have to, you know, be labeled a certain way. They have to be packed and boxed, and the labels have to be put on the out outer box. And then there's a Mastercard, and there's all these like intricacies, and there, it just wasn't going to happen in my apartment. It needed to be a professional, mm-hmm. you know, fulfillment center where they specialize in this sort of thing. So that was number one. So we knew we had to go with a fulfillment center in order to work with Bloomingdale. Um, and then um, the other reason is just that there's. You just you run out of space, and I was mm-hmm. only adding candles to the collection. Just every year, there's like, okay, there's more, and th- th- there was just no more space. I, and, you know, I have a a two bedroom apartment in New York City, so you can just imagine, you know, if you are a production, warehouse, fulfillment, right. you know, right? You're it, it, there's just there's you just simply run out of space, <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it you know, it, it's it's definitely an investment, but it also makes it makes your life so much easier because, you know, packing and shipping stuff that takes energy. And if you're doing it mm-hmm. all day every day, then okay, you're going to have to be a lot more efficient with it. 
But if you have to stop, run and do this, stop, run and do that, and pack this and pack that, and oh, it has to be a certain way, and oh, which box size should I use? Wait, which way? It, 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 you just can't. <laughs> you get right. to a point yeah. because depending on which candles the person ordered or what combination, it takes a different box. And it's really hard to train someone in doing that. I can do it with my eyes closed because I did it for so long, but then trying to train someone else to do it, it's just like, oof. And it's like, you know, you just you got to just give it to the experts. So now the exactly. experts are packing chip everything. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, um, we're going to be asking you so many more questions because this is just, it's amazing, it's inspirational, and Nicole and I love to learn, and that's why it's so great to have guests like you on. Um, we are going to go into our next song, which is No Brainer by DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber, and Chip the Rapper, and we'll be right back on the Girlfriend Network. We the best music! Another one. Fucking 
representing it here tonight. Hold on, hold on. Louisiana shit. Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know? Yeah. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. I know shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let the thing lose, girl, in so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been peeping what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, snapping like you fable. And you showing off, but it's alright. And you showing off. But it's alright, it's a short life, yeah. That's a real one in your reflection Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these niggas You gotta be nice for what to these niggas I understand, you got a hundred bands You got a baby band, you got some bad friends High school pics, you was even bad then. You ain't stressing off no lover in the past tense. You already had... Hi, this is Linda Clifford, and when I want to stay away from a runaway love, I listen to the LoveZoneUSA.com so that I know I'm getting the right information and won't ever make that mistake again. And you should, too. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network right here on the Love Zone USA. It is me, Karishma, and the lovely Nikone with our special guest, Terry from the Harlem Candle Company. Um, ladies, are you on the line? Sure. Yep. Wonderful. So, Terry, I want to say I think one of my favorite candles um, is the ones that are inspired from if Beale Street could talk because they are just so beautiful. Yeah. That like gorgeous blue with the gold, like that is amazing. Could you tell us how that collaboration came about and the inspiration and the design? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite ones to to work on. So the um, the movie studio Anna Perna Pictures, which is the studio that did um, if Beale Street could talk, they've been um, candle a uh, candle customer for a few years. So it's uh, Annapurna is the uh, it's a female movie studio and they do some really great uh, projects. They do a lot of kind of female, you know, female led um, movies and they take risks and they're they're just a really awesome company. And the marketing director uh, reached out to me last year, maybe like last year February. And told me about the uh, the project that they were turning if Beale Street could talk, um, the novel by James Baldwin. They were turning this into a film, and because the film was set in Harlem, they um, and they they love the Harlem Candle Company. They're like, we just think it'd be really cool to collaborate and do a candle for the movie that we could give to all of the actors in the film, any journalists talking or writing about the film, any influencers, and this would just kind of be. A you know because it's a love story. Bill Street could talk is a love story, and they feel like well, you know, love and candles, and and it's also just right. a great way to to remember 
um, of, of film because every single time you light the candle, oh, yeah, this is a you know the field street uh, candle. Right. So right. Yes. So that it was so much fun because um, it and it really stretched my uh, creativity because so I read the book uh, a couple of times mm-hmm. and I read the book and I was really trying to you know figure out you know from a fragrance perspective what elements am I going to use and. There was really nothing. There was nothing I found in the book that connected uh, to fragrance, you know. And, wow. I, you know, so, like, you know, I got to the end of the book, I was like, ooh, okay, all right, let me read it again, see if I missed something. But we, as I got to the end of the book the second time, I was like, well, let me just, under, I want to understand James Baldwin's state of mind. You know, where was mm-hmm. he living when he wrote this book? He actually was living in a town called Saint Paul de Vence in France, which is in the Provence region of France, which is one of the most fragrant places on the planet. So then I'm like, wait a minute. He spent so much time in his garden. Let me find out what did his garden smell like. There were roses everywhere. And so the the the, the fragrance note of rose is the middle note, the main note that you smell in um the the love candle, the the Bill Street if Bill Street could talk candle. So yeah, we used elements from his garden in uh, in in, in Saint Paul de Vence, which is where he lived his happiest years of his life. Um, for that, that's how we we came up with that, with that fragrance. Wow, that's amazing! <laughs> Thank it really you. Wow. It, the candle. It was just so beautifully packaged and like mm-hmm. gorgeous. And I can't I can't even imagine. I'm sure it's like the most amazing smell. As I was like reading about the notes and like the mix of the masculine and feminine, and I you know. It only makes sense to have such a beautiful candle go with such a beautiful movie because the Beale Street could talk is one of my favorite movies from last year. It was so beautifully taken. So that's such a perfect collaboration because only a beautiful yeah. movie would deserve your candle. Oh, thank you. You know, and so on that on this candle glass, we used 22 karat gold to do these, like, really, you know, pretty vintage roses. We wanted it to just kind of wrap the glass. And we just imagine, like, all of these roses just in his garden and 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 just, you know, perfuming the space. His friends, his contemporaries are over and they're outside drinking wine and, and just having fun and just talking about, you know, real good stuff. And I just, yeah, so we just, we use vintage roses and they're, they are 22 karat gold. So, the, you know, we, what we want, and we also put a quote on the candle and it says, love brought you here, which was a mm-hmm. quote from the movie. But we also wanted it to be something that, it, it could mean so many things. It could be something very romantic. Right. It could be something, you know, you know, connected to family. It could be so many, um, you know, it, it, you can interpret it in so many different ways. And we just wanted something beautiful, and that everyone could that would appeal to everyone. And we also, of course, want people after the candle finishes to keep that glass because there's some 22 karat gold on there. You keep the glass and you can use it, reuse it, and you know, put some pins and pencils or makeup brushes or um, all sorts of, you know, whatever. But you, you keep the glass because it's, one, there's a James Baldwin quote on it, and it's pretty, and there's some gold on it. Wow. That's um, so beautiful. I'm so impressed. I'm so in awe, for real. And, um, Carrie, I want Thank to ask you. you because we always ask our successful women entrepreneurs for other women because we always talk about there are a lot of women who want to start their own business but they get stuck on fear or 
I don't know, financially, it's always something. So um, what is your best advice to someone um, thinking about or wanting to start their own business? What would you say to them that are for people that are, like, on the fence of whether they should do it or not? Well, I think um, the best advice that I could give is just, you know, you don't go into business because, ooh, I'm going to do this type of business because I'm going to this this business will give me a, make me a lot of money. It you shouldn't really think about the money first. You have to think about your passion. Like, do you want to wake up every morning and do this? Are you going to get sick of it? Is it something that gets you so excited? Do you do you wake up? you know, feeling passionate about it? Do you go to sleep excited for the next day because you can't wait to finish doing this? You, you, really, you have to feel that. You have to feel super passionate about what you're doing. And, um, and there's, you know, the Harlem Candle Company was not my first business. I've, I've tried a couple of things. Um, but this was the one that I, that it just, it, I loved it more than everything. Because mm-hmm. I, re- I really do love beautiful fragrances. I've all I've been obsessed with with beautiful fragrances since I was a child. So, and I I honestly I always knew I was going to end up in the perfume industry. I just had no idea how. I oh. always wanted to have my own <laughs> perfume. I, I I just you know if you don't know anyone and ha- have never had a conversation with anyone who's in the industry, this and in most of the industry exists you know in France and in Europe and in places like that. So it's like how how are you going to be in the perfume world? So it it really does start with passion. You really have to love um, what you do. And even, you know, you're going to go years without making money. I mean, hopefully not, but you have to just be ready for the sacrifice. But if you don't think that you can sacrifice and, you know, be be that girl who, you know, doesn't have the new shoes and the new clothes for a little while, but you have to be willing to to go there if it if that's what it takes. Right. Um, yeah. You you ha- you have to be you have to be willing to because you know for years all there was no extra money all of, all of my money was in my candles it was in products it was in product development it was in testing it was in um, packaging Whew, and packaging is not cheap so right. you know but yeah. but at the, but the, the only way to you know get you know, a relatively good pricing is you're buying in bulk. And so even though you might only need 500 boxes, you're buying 10,000. Yeah. And, they, and they're just yeah. sitting there, you know, inventory, honey, sitting in that shelf, sitting, in, you know, sitting in the warehouse, sitting in storage. Uh, but, yeah, you, ha- you, you, just, you have to be passionate. But, I, you know, I really, I really feel like it has to be one of those ideas that you, you, you can't get it out of your mind. Like you just. It, it just it's like almost like a burning desire that you really want to do something. Not halfway. Well, I might try this, but I also feel like it's so okay to try different things mm-hmm. because you will never right. ever know whether something is really for you unless you try it. I, I've, I'm not, when I say I've so many, but I'm always coming up with different ideas. Like every day I have a new idea. But this was the one that I'm like, ooh, I really like this. <laughs> It smells right. good. It, they make candles. I love candles. They make me happy. I know they make other people happy. And yes. if I can be a part of something that makes me happy and other people happy, like, that sounds awesome. Like, why not? 
So that is awesome. And where do you where do you see your company? What's next? for the Harlem Candle Company, are you thinking about branching out into soaps or shampoos or is this just going to be your baby and you're going to continue to hone in on that? Oh, if you were to see the vision for the Harlem Candle Company, mm-hmm. you might think I'm crazy because, like, how are you going to do that? Well, uh, just wait. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it, it's it's big. It's it's big. It's um, it's it, this is also just one brand. So it's the Harlem Candle mm-hmm. Company, but you know, once and this is another thing I think people really should understand. Once you've kind of figured out how to develop, develop products, package products, messaging, how to communicate with your customer, how to understand, you know, fulfillment, supply chain, logistics. Once you've done it, and you understand how to do it, it's not that hard to replicate for other things. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's, it, it will be beyond candles. Um, I, I do love the, the home decor space. It's, it's, it's fun for me. I'm actually in the process of uh, redoing the Harlem Candle Company headquarters, a.k.a. my apartment. And, you know, it is so much fun you know, designing and working with interior designers to come up with you know, this space that is really representative of the brand and that feels good. Because, you know, the idea is you walk into a space and it's not just about the way it smells, but it's about the way it looks and how it makes you feel. So everything that I'm going to be doing beyond the Harlem Candle Company will just be an extension of the brand. Oh, that's right. Moving over, Martha Stewart, because here comes Terry Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love I that you love said Martha Stewart because that's actually yes. where I I see myself as like young, yes. cooler, yes, blacker Martha Stewart. Yes, I love Great. it. I love it. Um, we'll who doesn't, who doesn't really Johnson know how to cook, but we'll figure that soon. out. <laughs> yes. What do you say? <laughs> We're going to see you at Home Goods and other such areas really soon. I know it. Hmm. Your story oh, is... I, your story is definitely amazing. I'm so inspired. It's such an honor to talk to you because, you know what, in my ordinary life, I would never, ever, ever cross paths with you and be able to talk um, to such a guru, um, you know, a Aww, business. Thank so thank you. I'm so blessed. <laughs> right? We're blessed to respond. That's why we love doing this show. Um, you know, because we're always learning from women like yourself. And like I said, we walk away truly being motivated and definitely inspired. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm I'm so happy that we were able to make it work and that I was able to just come on. And I, I hope people got some ideas. And, um, and yeah, if, if uh, people yes, have questions, we're really good at, like, responding on email, like, so much more than, like, DMs. Or Facebook Messenger, so like emails, great. HarlemCandleCompany.com, you can just email us info at Harlem Candle Company. Um, yeah, so wonderful. I will, bet, I will bet everyone is checking out these candles. Everyone, make sure to go check out Harlem Candle Company. Um, my favorite is the one inspired by is Beale Street Katak. It is just the most drop dead gorgeous candle. Um, I probably just stare at it and never light it. Because it's just right. pretty. Um, but thank you so much for being on. We really, 
we really appreciate it, and we hope to have you um, on very soon again. Oh, thank you, ladies. I enjoyed it. Have a great thank week. You. Thanks so much, Terry. Good luck to okay, you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Nicole, what a great Come show. Here. That was a great show. Oh, my goodness. She is kicking ass. Like, incredible. Incredible. And just, you know, it's so inspiring because, you know, my <laughs> warehouse slash that distribution slash stock room slash all that is right here in my house, my basement. I hear stories how businesses are born and, you know, they originate out of people's kitchens and small apartments, you know. Girl, I'm just like, this is so awesome. Yes. It, no, it really is, and that's that's what's amazing about the show. We get to always interview such inspirational people. And, yeah, I'm about to light some candles. I mean, my, my yeah. candles won't be as nice as Terry's candles, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to have to order some of those right away. But until then, I'm just going to light some basic candles in my house <laughs> and watch a nice right. movie. <laughs> right? That's, That's like right. what I feel like doing now. But, anyway, listeners, we will be back next week, same place, same time. Thank you so much. Until next time, this is Nikone and Karishma right here on the Girlfriend Network on Love Zone USA. I pay me in equity, pay me in equity. Watch me reverse out of dick. He got a bad bitch, bad bitch. We live in lavish, lavish. I got expensive fabric. I got expensive habits. He wanna go with me. He likes to roll away. He wanna be with me. He wanna give me that vitamin D. Take a top shift, oh. call my girls and put them all on a spaceship. Hang one night when you say I'll make you famous. Hey, have you ever seen a stage going ape shit? Let ah. my money fast go. In the two. I'm like, Chief, keep me by Peaky. Who been lying king to you? Pocket watch it like kangaroos. Tell these clowns we ain't amused. Man, the clips for that monkey business. Four, five, got change for you. Motorcades when we came to. Presidential with the planes, too. When better get you with the residential. Undefeated with the cane, too. I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we in stadiums, too. Last night was a fucking zoo. Stay diving in a pool of people. Ran through Liverpool like a fucking beetle. Smoking real glue like it's fucking legal. Tell the Grammys, fuck that Oprah A shit. Have you ever seen a crowd going ape shit? Ah!